God, make a home for the lonely. Almighty, make a way through the desert. God, make a home for the lonely. Almighty, make a way through the desert. These are the prayers that bring us home with Ramona Garcia and Gay Slamka. This is John Garland, and we're exploring the Psalms, this ancient prayer book of the Bible that teaches us the spiritual vocabulary of healing and resilience and praise. The prayers that bring us home. The Psalms are Jesus' prayer book, and we pray them communally each day with Him and with our small group and with the cloud of pilgrims around the world today and the cloud of pilgrims back through the many centuries. And we pray these psalms with you. We're glad you joined us. Um, Gay and I are going to chat a little bit about Psalm 68 today. Gay, how would you how would you introduce this psalm? How would you describe it? Oh, oh my gosh, John. This is um, a really intriguing psalm. Um, I think mostly it's a psalm about deliverance and um, comfort, um, but there are also some really, really violent parts of this psalm too. So um, yeah, this is a very different psalm. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I am very intimidated by this psalm. It is, it is <laughs> overwhelming. There are magnificent images beautiful um i mean they have shaped my understanding of god images uh, in this psalm and then there are some images that are just like wow it's hard to hold the bible um right now and something something very powerful is happening in this psalm we're we're approaching the end of book two of the psalm we've just had three pure praise psalms and this is a pure praise psalm but it is laced with these traumatic images of, of profound suffering. Um, let's do this, uh, let's do this game. Let's, let's go um, and, and, and absorb this distilled prayer from Ramona, and then let's come right back and have a little conversation before we get into the Psalm, because it, it, can, be, it can be rather overwhelming. Sounds good. Okay. God. Make a home for the lonely. Almighty, make a way through the desert. So we begin this psalm with just beautiful images of all the hurt, all of the fear being driven away. Uh, and then and then some lines that really jump out. God is riding through the desert. Here is this, this is a theme that comes back many times god leading through the desert moving through the desert you don't have to stay in the desert you can move through the desert um, and then the image of god being a father to the fatherless a defender of the will the widows and god making a home for the lonely uh, and leading out the prisoners um what how, how are you how is this this prayer um teaching us to our spirits to pray gay okay? Well, I think that whenever we are praying, we open up our 
ourselves to enter that home with God, that home that he's provided for the lonely. Um, and we open up our hearts to just welcome his comfort. And he leads us through prayer out of our own prison of self-doubt and the horrors of the world and allows us to enter into this place of prosperity where he is our comfort and our love and our salvation. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, such a gift uh, to receive that leading out. This is a praise psalm, but it is a trauma praise psalm. This is praising out of horrific trauma. And as we as we get into the further, deeper into this psalm, it's almost like um, navigating a maze or a riddle of all these images. There's the mountain of Bashan, and there's the mountain of Zalman, and there's this image of a, a monster in the reeds uh, and a and an image of of Kush. All of these images and symbols are of these massive and powerful empires um, that are surrounding this tiny, tiny little tribal enclave. Um, and and this this group of people who have you know they they've been walked with God through the desert, and now they have experienced just horrific oppression and violence. And how do you praise a God that you believe deeply has brought you to the promised land? How do you praise a God after you have been decimated by massive armies and you've, you've seen family tortured and everything destroyed? How do, you, how do you praise a God after something like that? Um, how do you, how can you honestly say in your spirit, God has made a home for us when you've seen that home decimated? Um, and so this psalm is, this psalm is taking that problem on um, and it's flipping everything. It's, it, it's, it's uh, kind of does this fantastical flip where you have all of these massive armies coming to Jerusalem to worship God um, or you have this massive army is now replaced by a win, an army of women who are shouting out good news. Um, uh, it's a it's a it's a really um, you know deeply spiritual um, upturning or flipping around of of the the reality of power, um, military might, and violent power into uh, an experience of of worship. There's so much here, um, so much that I don't understand, honestly, John. Um, but like you said in the beginning, some of the imagery is so, so beautiful. Um, there's a whole section there about this parade going into the temple. And yeah, the joy that they're able to express after this horrific history yeah yeah and and it's and it's turning all it's turning all of their experiences on the head it's naming it it's naming it it's being like you know what 
I want to pull them out of the depths of the ocean. I want to pull them out of death just so I can torture them too. Um, and there's some nasty images uh, in this psalm. And then it, it it's answered within the same psalm. It's like, you know what? God is going to scatter anyone who delights in war. So it's like, I want to, I want to, I want to fight back. And then also I'm worshiping a God who's going to scatter all of that delight, all of that desire for violence. But um, I, I think it helps to pray this psalm along with imagine a little tribal enclave in the hill country. Um, and they, uh, every, every, um, every season they're, you know, they're using their, their little farming implements uh, to grow food for the, for the town. And then um, after the harvest, they beat their, their uh, plows into swords and they go and fight with other people. And then all of a sudden there is a massive army of, um, a professional army, a year-round army uh, from Assyria um, or from Egypt uh, or later on from Babylon. And these are not farmers. These are professional warriors who are coming in and decimating everything, carrying families off, um, destroying entire communities and histories and lineages. And um, and this little people, this little tribal group is... is, is is trying to figure out how do we worship God now in the face of this might? This is um, this is overwhelming. And and here in this in this psalm, they call God Shaddai, the Almighty, um, and they call they they say God, we are your inheritance, um, even though they've lost everything. You know, we talk about the the tribes of Israel that were lost to the Assyrian uh, devastation, and they're saying, and yet. And yet we we still are participating in your inheritance and we are participating in your might. Um, and goodness, teaching our spirits to pray like that post-trauma is one of the most important things that, that we can do spiritually uh, to heal is, you know, we, we were victims, but we survived. We were survivors. And now we are participators in the inheritance of God, uh, the power of God uh, in this creation. In the kingdom of God. Yeah. yeah. Well, shall we, shall, we, shall we jump into it? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Buckle up. Okay. Psalm 68 for the music director, a psalm of David, a song. May God arise. May his enemies be scattered. And may those who hate him flee from his presence. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before a fire, so the wicked will perish before God. But the righteous will be joyful. They will rejoice before God. Yes, they will rejoice with gladness. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides through the deserts, whose name is Yahweh, and be jubilant before him a father of the fatherless and a defender for the widows, 
is God in his holy dwelling. God makes a home for the lonely. He leads out the prisoners into prosperity. Only the rebellious live in parched lands. God, when you went forth before your people, when you marched through the desert, Selah, the earth quaked. The heavens also dropped rain at the presence of God. Sinai itself quaked at the presence of God, the God of Israel. You made plentiful rainfall, God. You confirmed your inheritance when it was parched. Your creatures settled in it. In your beauty, you provided for the poor God. The Lord gives the command. The women who proclaim good news are a great army. Kings of armies flee, they flee, and she who remains at home will divide the spoils. When you lie down among the sheepfolds, you are like the wings of a dove covered with silver and its pinions with glistening gold. When the Almighty scattered the kings there, it was snowing in Salmon. The mountain of Bashan is a mountain of God. The mountain of Bashan is a mountain of many peaks. Why do you look with envy, you mountains of many peaks, at the mountain God has desired as his dwelling? Indeed, the Lord will dwell there forever. The chariots of God are myriads, thousands upon thousands. The Lord is among them as at Sinai in holiness. You have ascended on high. You have taken captives into captivity. You have received gifts among people, even among the rebellious as well, that the Lord God may dwell there. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation. Selah. God is to us a God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong ways of escape from death. God certainly will share the heads of his enemies, the hairy head of one who goes about in his guilt, the Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea so that your foot may shatter them in blood and the tongue of your dogs may have its portion from your enemies. They have seen your procession, God, the procession of my God, my King into the sanctuary. The singers went on, the musicians after them, in the midst of the young woman beating tambourines. Bless God in the congregations, even the Lord, you who are the fountain of Israel. Benjamin, the youngest, is there ruling them, the leaders of Judah in their company, the leaders of Sebulun, the leaders of Naphtali. Your God has commanded your strength. Show yourself strong, God, you who acted in our behalf. Because of your temple at Jerusalem, kings will bring gifts to you. 
rebuked the animals in the reeds, the herd of bulls with the calves of the peoples, trampling the pieces of silver. He has scattered the people who delight in war. Messengers will come from Egypt. Cush will deliver, stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord, Selah. To him who rides upon the highest heavens, which are from ancient times. Behold, he speaks with his voice, a mighty voice. Ascribe strength to God. His majesty is over Israel, and his strength is in the skies. God, you are awesome from your sanctuary. The God of Israel himself gives strength and power to the people. Blessed be God. Amen. God, make a home for the lonely. Almighty, make a way through the desert. God, make a home for the lonely. Almighty, make a way through the desert. God, make a home for the lonely. Almighty, make a way through the desert. Isn't it amazing to pray with the Messiah? These ancient prayers, they were held by an enslaved people through the horrific exile in Babylon and crafted and organized and woven together into this prayer book to heal an entire nation and, and the whole world. These prayers that Jesus used and lived into and unveiled and gave to us, gave to all of us through the centuries to pray together. These are the prayers that bring us home. Well, blessings you all. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, may the peace of Christ walk with you long journey home. We are all going home together.